hour. When we listen and gain our knowledge and power, we turn to the no bullshit hour. A lot of bullshit going on down here. Let's just end breaking this. No more bullshit. No more bullshit. No bullshit. That's right. No more bullshit. Uh uh-uh. uh. Next week's news today. We got it all. Listen now. The nursing homes. <laughs> New York City. Underestimated by 50% the deaths in the nursing home, folks. I want to remind you who did Governor Whitmer in Michigan copy? New York. New York. How come yesterday they reported 80 deaths and 67 of them from, from a long time ago? Because we, we don't want to be New York now. The DOJ is looking into it, been yeah. looking into New York. I don't know if they're going to expand it. And we need something done in Michigan. And we have breaking news here exclusively. We'll get to that. Ooh. We're going to get to that. All right. Okay, we also... Uh, oh, well... You wanted to talk about GameStop, what's what's going on yeah. on the market. There is a local angle to it. There's always so. a local angle to it. Uh, the Flint case, <laughs> looks like it's starting to fall apart, folks. We'll clue you in. Um, you guys remember Giuliani's dingbat? What's her name? Melissa Carone. The pole dancer, at least according to the photo. Yeah, well, she's dogging me out on a podcast. I, You guys going to have to hear that. It's, it's getting stupid. My young friend, my brother, Jordan Ruffin L., is here. He's mobile. He did it. Got his license, awesome. insurance, plates, the car. Thank you for helping fix it. So we'll hear from him. And the NBN players. Yes. <laughs> the NBN players make their debut today. Okay. They suck. But they're going to get better. You got to start somewhere, right? But before we get into it, you know, just share, share, share. Right, Red? Share, share, share. Settled in there. Let me tell you about ADR Consultants, experienced overseeing more than $250 million in private and public construction projects since the turn of the century. Competent. Reduce your costs, increase your bottom line. ADR saved clients millions. They're experts in procurement and government compliance. Huh? Black Tony's going to start working. The (laughs) ex-con. He is. Yeah, next week. Good. Awesome. That's ADR. Good. Thank you, ADR. No job too big. That's great. Isn't that That awesome? That's great. Yes, it is. That's it. Karen's pumped. Also joining us is uh, Grace Caros. Some good news. Some good news. She got a little business, what do you call it, grant? Yeah, like an infusion, a little lifeline. Yeah, Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports. He goes around the country. He helps small businesses. Yes. That was great. Yeah. Till the governor and the government shit all over it. Huh? They did. We'll bring you that. But remember, ADR, honest, ethical, smart. Call Barry Ellen Tuck at 248-318-9424 for a consultation. 248-318-9424. Let me just tell you about David Hall Mortgage real quick before we start rolling. I want to thank him for being a great supporter of the No Bullshit News Hour. Drew's show, Elric's show, 
Denny McLean show. How's Denny doing? He's uh he's doing okay. He's had, he's had some tough times. Yeah, but they, they they got a following that show. Yeah, they do. Supports all of us. Listen, rates are currently in the twos, so call today and find out how much a refi could save you every month on your home. I told you. Been telling you. Remember? Told you the economy was shaky when they said it wasn't. It is. Start doing your finances. Get it correct. Go to davidhallmortgage.com or call 248-308-5000. That's 248-308-5000 to make sure you tell them we sent you here. The new bullshit news hour. Okay. New York. Yeah. Now get this. Attorney General Letitia James of New York State, a Democrat, puts the people over party politics. Good. What came out? What came out? 76-page report. That show Governor Cuomo and his minions were wildly undercounting the number of deaths in the nursing homes in New York State. What a surprise. It's uh, It could be as high as 16,000. They're reporting 8,000, right? What did, what did they do? What's the criminal charge? Well, there are no, there is no criminal charge, just an investigation. Okay. Because we all know what happened in New York, mm -hmm. right? When was that? March 25th. He's requiring old people with COVID to go back into the nursing homes, no testing in place, no PP in place for the workers. Sounds familiar. Yeah, because a couple weeks later, Michigan cribs it. Yeah. Now, remember everybody, Cuomo got caught out on that. So about what? Uh, late April, he stops doing it. Okay, Ooh. but they stop counting. Now, you, you catch it in the nursing home and you die in the hospital, they're not attributing it to the nursing homes. It's, it's almost like an out of sight, out of mind. We're going to stop uh, doing that, so we're going to stop counting it. But we kept doing it. Yes, we doubled did down we? on it. What's that, Karen? I said, did we? Did we really? <sighs> yes, we did. Because I, I, I go on my go on my Facebook page. I couldn't believe it, it was around May fifteenth, May seventeenth. I expected her to dump it. She re-upped it. In fact, we never started counting them until July. July, folks. Mm -hmm. So now, when you see these death counts, as we've been telling you, now you know where they're coming from. They're not coming from this week. They're coming from last month, two months, three months, five months. They won't even tell me. I called them up. I said, when you go through a vital record, a death certificate, and you attribute the cause of death to COVID, do you put it in the nursing home column if it happened there? No. No. So I'm in the Freedom of Information Act world here for you because New York will do it. Thank you, A.G. Letitia James, for doing the people's work because you're vigorous, you're independent, unlike our A.G., Huh? Yeah. No, she I don't I couldn't see her doing this. They're more of a a team. Remember? They like to stress out there. It's a three headed woman team. The three amigos. Yes, they amigos. get along. Yes. Let's be proper in our Spanish. Amigos. Today's amigas. It's not getting anything done. Let me feels like a shell game. I woke up, I heard my I'm telling a personal story. I was drinking late with Red and his guitar player trying to get this song down for you. Went to bed. I woke up, I heard my daughter crying. Oh, no. 14. Because she's going to school. 14 years old. You know a 14, that's ninth grade. Mm -hmm. All you ladies listening, hey, Karen, hey, Grace. Yeah. What a big year for a young woman. You're making a transition into high school. You're finding yourself. Your hormones are raging. You're in school. Then you're not in school. Adding these screens that the young people are growing up on. How 
people are mean to each other on them, how they don't return your text. You had my my daughter hadn't been allowed to make friends, start the new part of her life, right? Yeah. So she's sad. And she spends too much time on this, and I allow it. Well, what are you going to do? If you didn't allow it, would she find a way? Because it was so hard, I let her do it. Yeah. And I, ne- I everybody know I'm not a revoltist. I understand what COVID is. Mm-hmm. I've got friends died from it. Mm-hmm. But we know who it kills and where they live. Yeah. 100%. Over 50% of all these deaths are old people in an institution that the states are supposed to monitor. That's going to be the number. You just saw it in New York. Did you explain that to her? No, I just hugged her. Yeah. What else could I do? I told her she's a champ. And she is. And then they got to do everything on the screens. And (laughs) they're not prepared, a lot of them at that age, to be self-sufficient and be orderly. Oh, I know it. And because it's on a screen, it's hard for me to look. Yeah. No, nah, it's, it's tough for the kids right now. So what did we do? We messed up the kids to keep the old people safe. And we messed, and then there in turn, we messed them both up. And how much is the economy out? Trillions? Yeah, down three and a half percent for the year. Mm-hmm. And then all the f- borrowed money from the government, that, that could be five trillion. Yeah. All right, so we did it. As a, as, a, as a country. And what are we finding out? In fucking competent government. Oh, what a shock. No, but it's, it's outrageous. It's very Come outrageous. On. Why is nobody else pushing for an answer? This has ruined us. And, and Como was the guy that the media was puffing up. The hero. Right, I'm- the hero. He's writing books. He's winning Emmys. You're a fraud. You and your brother cracking the jokes. I got nothing against Cuomo. I voted for Cuomo in my life. I, I totally forgot he wrote a book. It's I, How do you write a book in the middle of a I pandemic? Don't I don't understand that at all. I don't know how you can uh, can put that out there. When you have a job to do, a pretty, pretty serious job. Everything is performative and exploitative. It is for but, selfish reasons and not reasons for those they should be serving. You but can it, find that in almost everything, everybody right now. It's always something other than what they're supposed to be doing. At some, point you, at no some point, you have to do the job, though. You should. You have to. Yeah, you should. Yeah, the, yeah, who's right. doing it? Hey, look at the, look at the, look at, the, let's do the, I'm the sorry, folks, AG. you know we've been on it. We've had, the, we, I went and picked up bodies yeah. to let you know. We've had porters from the nursing homes in, right? Mm-hmm. State inspectors. This is, this is the issue of the year, of the year. In this report, remember, it's just like Michigan. Cuomo says you got to go in there, right? Mm-hmm. In New York, they have about 600 nursing homes. About 100 of them have a one-star rating from the federal government, meaning they're cesspools, Yeah. right? Whitmer likes to say she didn't force anybody back. She gave the option, which we've been through you, you did force him, you know, you must, must, must. But remember those COVID hubs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you want to serve this population, uh, you can become a hub. Don't forget the fact on the other side of the building yeah. are non-COVID people. There's a plastic sheet. A pl- exactly. Yeah. 
So <laughs> she incentivized it. If you if you take them, we'll give you five thousand for a bed and two hundred a day. So she's paying, and guess what? Over half of them had like a one or two star rating, or in one case, no rating at all. You you took the worst facilities, you took the most vulnerable population, and you lied to us about the severity of this. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of lying at any level, federal or uh, statewide. Just just come clean with us. And remember early on, we were told, don't go anywhere. Don't do anything. Kind of shelter in place to an extent. Except for the nursing homes where people get moving around. It does it. it I don't know. It's Karen, insulting. am I entitled it's to insulting. say the government lied? Is that too much? No. Karen? No, I don't think it's too much, Charlie, because, I mean, you can rephrase it how you want, but controlling, influencing, altering uh, the truth uh, to accommodate or to fit a narrative that fits with your agenda, it results in, it's, it's lying and it's misleading, it's disingenuous, and, you know, people in our state are, 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 are suffering as a result. No, that's not too much. And we know mistakes are going to be made. It's just the nature of the beast. Okay, fine. We expect but say to, it. Exactly. Say we made a mistake. And say then, we don't know what we're doing. We're trying to figure it out. Say this is something new for everybody. But don't then, try to cover it up because you know you've got people who are losing their lives and their livelihood at the expense of those cover-ups. Yes. And again, fix it. Listen, all of you out there. Thank you for being part of the community. You know, you know she had to know. I've been writing and saying it for God knows how many fucking months. Yeah. Last week when we're on the, yeah, it is a lie. A lie by omission. A lie, yeah. Last week when we just get off the air, who resigns slash gets fired? Who gets fired? Robert Gordon, Robert Gordon. the general <laughs> of the COVID response, the director of health and human services. Please explain this one to me. I don't understand. I don't understand what happened there because she's not talking about it. Yeah. Okay. So he resigns or is fired or whatever. Why? The press asks. She won't answer. Says, I think I've addressed that. Finally, somebody in the press said she's lying. She didn't answer it. We never got an answer. So let me stop a second. Please. What's wrong with the press corps? What's wrong with you? You sit there like a baboon and you ask a question. You don't get an answer and you drop it? No, you're the press corps. You're supposed to know the answer. You're supposed to have his phone number. He's been in all in the position for two years. Yeah, yeah. He's been managing this pandemic, and you don't have a, a, an in. What about the people in the room? You actually are going to wait for her not to answer and then drop it. Well, let me ask you this: You're a journalist. When uh, a, a subject says reporter, please a reporter. I'm sorry. When you hear that, uh, I've already addressed that. We're moving on. Doesn't that make you want to dig in more? You're hiding something. Absolutely, absolutely. I love it sometimes. Like. You know, when I, empower I, get, you. I get dug in a demolition and stuff. Yeah. And it's brewing and everybody asks some empty questions. And I like kind of when the media parts. Yeah, me and him, 10 minutes. You guys just record it. I know what I'm talking about. He yeah. ain't getting away with that. I'm coming with what I already know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Pathetic. Is the question. Absolutely pathetic. Okay, so what happened? So why did he resign? I, I made a few calls. I'm not in the Capitol, mm -hmm. but I know a couple of people. One. He's an Obama hack. He came from the Democratic National Committee. He was a, a plant. Whitmer, do one for the party. Find one of our hacks a job. What did he do in the Obama administration? Office of Management and Budget. The guy's a lawyer. He's got no health background. 
So from the rip, everybody's going, who's this dude? This weasel, this nerd, right? Mm -hmm. He's out to lunch. He's mismanaging it. Look at the nursing homes, right? Look at the PPE. Look at the vaccine rollout. This starts to become real bad for Whitmer. I'm told that some internal polling had been done. <laughs> of course. She's now in the negative range. You remember the poll, 72% love her. Yeah. Then it goes to 62%. Then it's 51%. It's not 51% anymore. And I'm sure, because this is a political game, folks, that's what Cuomo did. You get polls, you, you can get a Democratic pollster, and you're going to get a nice rosy picture. Uh, um, are your old people satisfied with the rollout? The old people I know? Yeah. Clearly not. No. Karen? Older people you know? No. Grace? Is, no. And no, nobody is. It's starting to happen. This thing out of New York should be huge for us. Yeah. Huge. Now. Take notice. Breaking news. Give me the... Okay, wait. Let me do it again. <laughs> I don't know if I have. Okay. Breaking news. <laughs> wait, hold on a second. <laughs> Breaking news. I wasn't ready for this. Uh... Two-bit ass show. <laughs> Can't work like this in a fucking basement with no internet. Lower level, Charlie. Oh, yeah, the lower the garden mezzanine. You're right. Yeah, come on. It took me, what, 10 seconds? Give me a break. Here we go. Yeah. We'll edit that. We'll do that in post. No, we won't. Okay. Breaking news. <laughs> I got a call from former state senator Pete Lacido, now the Macomb County prosecutor. Yeah. The one that brought in some new legislation once the governor gave back the people of Michigan the state constitution. Yes. Sa same guy that was on this show that said he's looking into this when he wins his if election. If there's murder, he's coming. Here's, he called me this morning. He has contacted the Prosecutors Association of Michigan, asking them to convene a blue ribbon panel to look into and discuss possible charges against the governor and her bureaucracy in their handling of the nursing homes. Good. Now, what does that mean? I said, that's nice, Pete. That's a, it's a nice political football. We're going to get a blue <laughs> ribbon committee of, of prosecutors who don't want to cross the governor. And hey, well, guess it's something. Except, though, he's not making this public, so it's not a political move. He genuinely thinks this is the right thing to do. Exactly, yeah, and he doesn't want to look like, you know... Uh, He's on a witch hunt. Yeah. But, but it could also increase awareness, Charlie. I mean, him doing that makes people that may not otherwise be paying attention say, hey, wait a minute. What do we need to look a little closely, a little more closely at? So it's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, it's funny. I don't have the exact quote, but it was Cuomo saying bad government is the enemy of the people. And he was talking about Trump. <laughs> right? Do you notice all this shit's coming out now that Trump's gone? Sure, of course. All the little leakage comes. Well, there's a lot of noise that's been removed, so now the real stuff comes out. Yeah, watch big boy politics. At the White House today, a reporter asks the press secretary, Are, is the DOJ going to open an investigation? Hmm. To which the press secretary punts and says, that's up to the DOJ. Okay, yeah. Here comes the pressure. But we already know the DOJ's looking. They asked for those documents. I want an answer. And then Reb was rightly saying today, okay, isn't it weird? We got the vaccine and now it's morphed. Yeah. Well. And you know what I mean? It's as, just, as viruses do. But yeah. Exactly. I'm not being hysterical, but I'm just saying like the long slog to nowhere. Well. That poor kid. You still got to get these vaccines in people. 
if you want to stop it before it morphs. Where's before the it vaccine? <laughs> that was a big story last week. Where is it? Well, in her state of the state, she was very proud with how the vaccine's going in this state. Oh, all, I'm very proud. All I know is I know two people, two people personally that have received it. That's it. Right. Not, none of the old people I know. Fuck. Now, watch this. Watch politics, folks. Watch this horse shit. Biden gets on office. I'm going to do a, what is it, 100 million 100 shots in 100 days. In 100 days, which is a million a day. Million a day. That good math. That was quick math. Look at you. And how, and how many are we doing currently? Uh, close to a million. About a million a day. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Bullshit. It's a promise filled. That's an easy promise what? to fill. What the fuck? I'm ordering 200 million more shots. Okay. Good. They'll be ready by fucking fall. <laughs> My kid's off to Harvard by then. And I'm talking about Harvard Pizza Shop on Chase. Because <laughs> he's struggling through the school here. Oh, and by the way. What a disaster. Richard kids, this is so unfair. Remember in Detroit, we couldn't even get an iPad for the kids. Oh, yeah. We had a struggle to find internet for them. Which, mm-hmm. the, which the mayor said he was going to wire the whole city. And that went. Mm-hmm. Okay, I now know by my kid, you need two screens. One you're working on. And one you got to look shit up. Yep. Yeah. No, you're 100 percent correct. As a kid, my my six year old, same thing. Yeah, you're gonna have two screens. How did uh, real quick, dude? How did you, um, Jordan? How did you do the last couple of months at at King? Did, did you go to school or were you doing it? You can just tell me. Come here. Come here. You're not camera shy. What's that? We did most of it on the computer and stuff like that. Jordan! How's it going, Mama K? <laughs> like on a laptop? Yeah. Okay, and you had internet? Yeah, I did, but I had some uh, classmates that did. What'd they do? They they tried their best off of the phone. It crashed a lot. Uh, and It just... Yeah. They yeah. got lost. Yeah, basically. They just got lost. Basically. That's a whole generation of shit. You didn't get your graduation either, did you? No, I didn't get the graduation, but I did graduate. I know, my man. Proud of you, dude. Likewise. We got to give him a party, Charlie. Sit back in the corner. We got him a car. Yeah, geez, Karen. Here's a here's a Coney dog too, kid. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> oh. Okay. What's wrong so- with it? <laughs> nothing. That's a great gift. Uh, nothing's wrong with it, but I'm sorry. I mean, come on. <laughs> So now let's take it somewhere. Grace, welcome in. Hi, thanks for having me. Go ahead, do your Coney commercial, because I fucking... American Coney Island, 104 years, three generations. Order a Coney kit, AmericanConeyIsland.com, or come down and see us, support us. We get to open at 25% capacity Monday, but it's kind of whatever. 25%. Until 10 o'clock. Thanks for that. <laughs> well, until 10, yes. Um, you know, the but something could pop tonight, and we may get new executive orders tomorrow. This is how it's been going. So we'll see. So I listen, hope. if you want it for the Super Bowl, you got to put oh. the order in by tomorrow at 9 p.m. Tomorrow being being Saturday. Right. So if you're listening to this Sunday, don't do it. Don't do it. Right. But you'll get it the week after. Yeah. So go ahead and do it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're listening to us live now, order your Coney kit for Super Bowl. And uh, Reddit, already you're at about 600 kits. A lot. Yes. Wow. It's as big as Christmas. Red and I worked the warehouse. Yes. Working. People. Yeah. Well, I have great helpers. Yes. Do, oh, they, do you guys wear masks and gloves, Charlie? Well, Brad? yes, we're. Mm-hmm. Of course we do. Okay, I'm just checking. Yeah, of course we do. Come but on, you, you know by executive <laughs> order, we don't have to wear a mask down here because we're broadcasting. That's mm-hmm. it. All yeah, stupid. Okay, what did you say Grace. I, yes. I don't even get me started. I can't. 
So how's your business doing? We don't want it's to shit. It's terrible. I mean, it's not just me. All the restaurants and small businesses, we're, t- we're down like 75, 80%. I mean, but I'm grateful that I'm still open because half of them have already closed and the other quarter of the half you will not see ever again. It's, it's terrible. It's such a big It's employer. so sad. It's so sad. It's like one out of five people are employed in a restaurant in yes. this day, something like that. Yes. Over 3,000 have closed. Yes. So here, dig this, folks. Ready? Breaking news. Mark, with the fucking Coney already. I'm stuffing my face. He is stuffing his face. <laughs> yeah. that's, the, that's the best commercial, Mark, because you've eaten it. What do you want me to do? Breaking news. Don't talk with your mouth full, Mark. Try showing at me. Oh. <laughs> Don't do that. Breaking news. Grace. Yes. Is the latest recipient of the Barstool Fund. Yes. David Portnoy. Yes. It's not breaking news. It's a week old. <laughs> yeah. But the follow-up story is breaking news. But it's news. still going. So it was, it's, it's, it was quite a surprise, so I, I must who's say. David Portnoy and what is this thing? Real quick. David Portnoy started a sports gaming internet thing called Barstool. I myself didn't know really who he was until just a few months ago when I was seeing restaurants connecting with something called Barstool Fund. Anyways, not to too many words. Um, Made in Detroit reached out to him. He came to Detroit at Greektown Casino to do some stuff with a sports book. They gave him my number. I was pulling into my house at about 5 o'clock on Friday, and I got a phone call. And it was like the funding phone call. He does like a FaceTime call with you, and it's quite a surprise. Fast forward, then that evening. So he, you win. Basically, he's going to give you some money to operate. He gives, yes. He tries to you, keep you going. And he checks in with you every month after that, and, and it's really something that, I mean, who does that? You know, let me do if I might. Not the government. Let me do this. Government. So we're going to get to the next part. Let me say this. I don't know the cat. I don't know what he's about, right? He's controversial. He's a bigot. He's a A racist, a a, misogynist. A a misogynist, all of that. I don't know. I don't know nothing about that. All I know is my friend got a helping hand. Okay. He comes downtown and he does the video. Here he is. Look, he's like, let me do the taste. Don't forget my good pals. At Lafayette, are right next door to my good pal at American. So it's right. the it's you know Detroit. Yeah, that's what we're about. So dude comes and he does a taste test. Who won? We won. Of course, we won. Right. But I mean, if you see the video, like millions have, because this thing has gone crazy viral. That what's the difference, Governor? All of you, city. Then all the people during the holidays that were at the mall standing up eating in the food court with their mask down. You're getting ahead of yourself. Well, you're, I know, but see, I, I go crazy. Pissed. I want you to get I'm pissed. I'm going to set it up to it do- Yeah. So look at the video. Look at him there. Oh, very nice, right? Nice yeah. advertising. You both saw a little bump. It's cool. Yes, it helps us. A nice story in a town with too few of them, right? Exactly. So there he is with his mask off eating in a restaurant. That's a no-no. Oh, boy. Forget the fact that Monday... That's completely legal. Yeah, like okay. a week later. I mean, week it's later. ridiculous. So what happens, Grace? Well, what's funny, and too. Nobody's the- there. Nobody else is in there. So no, because not, we can't you know, let anybody. Ahead, Mark, from a yell. social distancing standpoint, there's well, nobody else around. No. Not only that, people can see the video now if you're watching on Facebook Live. He's five feet from being outside. So it's a f- five feet makes a difference there? It's a joke, Mark. It's a total joke. Okay, look, joke. So what happened? It, it, look, it, look, there's Audie in the background over there. Look at him. Yeah. Like, hey, come over here. Come over here. <laughs> He's outside. It's much better. And it was a funny bit because uh, Lafayette got exposed for buying their chili bulk from, you know, National and um, 
lying about when they were found and stuff. It, it, they're cute guys. It's funny, right? <laughs> it is. It, it was great. This is one of the best videos done for us, but it helped us. It helped both of us, American and Lafayette. Until. Until. Audie will... I got him. I got the last bit of uh, videotape of Audie because they're not going to do any more video at Lafayette because this Wednesday, millions of people saw that video, mm -hmm. and they're still including watching. the governor's hacks. Yeah. So Wednesday, you get a visit. Wednesday, we got a visit from the city's health department, which got the call from the state of Michigan's complaint department that. Somebody saw the video up there in the state and send him in to make sure and see who was eating in there because they saw the video and someone was eating in there. So they came. So you were going to get a ticket. I was going to get a ticket. Well, first of all, I came in. I go, Why, what's up? He goes, I'm here because the state saw a video. I go, are you fucking kidding me? But it's real because that's all. I mean, you know. We follow the rules. We have been following the rules anyways. I know. Look how empty the joint is. And we have been for 11 months. So... You don't get a ticket, you get a warning. I got a warning, and he wrote out a report and the warning, yes. Okay, not to be done, you know, not over. No, no, it's not over. How often have you had a visit like that before? Okay, listen, when we reopen the dining room again, that's a great question, because I want to bring it up. So, we had to actually shut down for a month and a half, right? Sometime in March, April. Yes, I remember. Mm -hmm. We reopened because we were allowed to do carryout, okay? So, we reopened earlier than most places and did carryout because we're dying. I wanted to bring some employees back, too. They're hungry because that unemployment shit still hasn't gotten fixed from the first time. But that's another story. Anyway, so we open up and we're everything, the acrylics, the masks. I mean, I'm proud of what we did. We were in there scrubbing walls. We didn't see one person from the health department. We saw them now. <laughs> We saw them now. Now, watch. Interesting. Next door. Okay, not to, the, the inspector's job's not done. So he goes over to Lafayette. They're not wearing the mask properly. Maybe like, no, yeah. nobody's chin, in there. Chin diaper. Mm. Yeah, nobody's in You know, it falls. You know, of course. $500 ticket. Wow. $500 ticket. I mean, what are you doing? You know, it's ridiculous, too. This video, the second he's done eating, the mask comes back up. Yes. What are you it, doing? It's ridiculous. They should just punking us. Now, when I'm down there, you know, go to Deadline Detroit. I wrote the story. It'd be yes. clear for you. While I'm there interviewing Audie, yep. who won't be on video anymore because look what <laughs> happened to him. He's pissed. And Grace, I'm sitting there, right, doing little videos. Bam, 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 bam. Five on a semi-auto going off oh boy. in the parking garage. Cross Michigan Avenue, next to the Book Cadillac Hotel. Did they have their masks on? <laughs> yeah, but it's the kind that goes over your head. <laughs> That's, they got the eye holes. Bulletproof Did mask. they get a $500 fine? <laughs> it's ridiculous. You should have seen it, like the, the crime scene tape. Oh, it's That oh, the cops took out of the Sad. trunk. They got to recycle that shit like it's Charmin. Like, it's, it's a big rat's nest of bullshit because... It... Please, please, fix the shit. The government should get back into the business of governing. The crime is too high. The poverty's too high. The roads are nasty. We don't have the vaccine. The kids are falling apart. They don't have internet. Mm. Don't have internet. The uh, Chancellor Super Vidi. Super, uh, what, what's his title? The superintendent. Nikolai Vidi, Doctor Vidi. What's his title, Karen? He is a superintendent of Detroit Public School Community District. He put out a notice. He's Look, he's not saying fake it, but he's asking the teachers, hey, when you're grading, can you take it a little easy? 
It's been real hard. A lot of kids hmm. don't show up to virtual school. We don't even know how many kids are in school. Right? We need, um, VD needs some more help from the state. As if that district isn't overlooked enough sometimes. Just those kids. We just kind of quit on them. Yeah. But, but think about this though, guys, just for a second. When all of this starts to, at some point, subside in whatever manner that looks like, think about the long-term and residual implications that this is going to have on especially our young people, but just on society in general. We're going to see, you know, the, the, the recoil of all this for a long time in some ways that we may not want to see. Yeah. And you know what? I know some of you out there, and I love you. Share, 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 right? <laughs> I know, like, some of you are like old school, hardcore Americans. You're like, look, they'll get over it. And you're right, they will. They will go on. But it still doesn't mean it doesn't hurt when I see my baby crying. I know she'll get over it. There's worse things in the world. Still, mm-hmm. I don't like to see that from my baby. All right. So anyway, fix the fucking shit. Right, Jordan? For the sake of Jordan. Look, leaving this kid. Yeah. Okay, so you faked it. You faked the nursing home numbers. Now we know. And then you're busting struggling businesses? Yeah, instead of helping us. Right. Oh, fuck out of here. Priorities. That's the no bullshit news. Now, look, I'm going to tell you about Luke Nowacki, and then we're going to come back. And Mark is really into this... (laughs) Games, the GameStop thing and the market fluctuations and the hedge funds. We'll make it simple and we'll explain what it means here in Michigan. How about that? How was that for a segue? Sounds great. I'm, I'm, I'm already teased. Right. And that, I don't know where we're going. Here, uh, so Councilman Maurice Davis didn't exactly do his homework correctly. Love you, Mo. Thanks for this. He didn't do the disclaimer. He just did a... When it comes to it's really good. An investment There's only one company I want to remind you if you're not among the ruling elite, keep that going, man. Who can make your pod pals? If you're not among the ruling elite, you can make your pal's pockets fat off the taxpayer's back. If you're not a hedge fund that can shut down a little trading app because you're losing, you can't ever lose, can you, Wall Street? If you actually have to work for a living, you're going to have to provide for your retirement and all of those peoples. If you have questions whether you're on the right track, call financial specialist who? Maurice? That's right. Yeah. 648-663-4748. Grow your assets. From annuities to individual retirement accounts to college savings plans to good old stocks and bonds. Make that call now. Your politicians and children are dependent on it. 248-663-4748. Yeah, I know. That's how we ended it. Nice oh. cool man. Oh, right. Yeah, I nailed it. Fade out yeah. or something. Yeah. That was very. I nailed it. I wasn't even. I wasn't even trying to do that. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I guarantee you, this will get stuck in your head because it's been yeah. stuck in my head. Good. As I'm gonna be jogging, when I, my pants aren't fitting. I'm feeling bad by myself. Drinking too much. Not exercising. Too these, many conies. These babies. You got the Dunlap disease. Shit's Dunlapped over my belt. <laughs> right? But when I start jogging again, hit me with that. Incorporated. <laughs>
<laughs> they specialize in security. That's what they do. I can't wait for no bullshit news players. It's going to be something. I got a lot to live up to now. Something. Thank you, Maurice Davis. And listen, uh, if you're curious about what a, what a short saying, call Luke Nowacki. Yeah, yeah, I spoke to him a lot this week, actually, because I've been obsessed with watching CNBC and what's happened with GameStop. And for those that don't know, GameStop is a blockbuster for video games. You know, Blockbuster just disappeared. It's gone. Same is happening to GameStop. So they're not... And AMC, like the theaters. AMC is a little different because movies will come back, but... These are just stocks in play. Exactly. Um, So a hedge fund knows they're going out of business. They short it. They short it beyond what you should even be allowed to short. And a Reddit form notices this and says, fuck you. We're buying this. We're raising the price. Now, do you want to explain explain. shorting? Here, here's here's what shorting is. There's a stock, okay? And it's worth a hundred bucks. What a hedge fund or even you can do is you can actually borrow that from its owner and you pay a little price called the premium, right? You That's what you're going to do. And at the end of, say, 30 days, you got to give the stock back. Mm-hmm. So the idea of shorting is... I don't think this fucking company's worth a hundred bucks. I think it's gonna go short. It's worth twenty bucks, right? So what you do on January first, you buy it for a hundred, you sell it for ninety-five, because you think by February first it's gonna be worth twenty. So you just made a buku amount of money, but you have to give the stock back at the end of the term. That's selling short at whatever the price is, right? So Reddit. And all the hipsters and millennials and stuff using this new app called Robinhood, right? Because now Hood, Weeble, it's like my kid. I hope my kid didn't find out about Robinhood. I don't know what she's doing <laughs> in here with the Gambling money you don't have. Because remember, you pay a premium to do this. Yeah. Right? You got to return the shit at the end of the... You got to buy it back, basically. Whatever the price is, which is Whatever why the they wanted is. to jack up that price to really... So the millennials are like, fuck evil Wall Street. You know what we're going to do? Hey, everybody. And they all get on Reddit and go, everybody buy it and fuck this hedge fund. Mm-hmm. So they did. And then this hedge fund's going to go broke. It's worth billions. Now, they fucked him. It was great. One but a little guy. Meanwhile, wow. their favorite um, brokerage or app of choice to do it on is is Robinhood. And what drives me nuts is Robinhood is posing themselves as this egalitarian. Robin Any, Hood. Anybody, yeah, steal from the rich, give to the poor. Except there's a little problem when they're backed by a hedge fund that helped float the other one that made the bad bet. So after the first day when it really blows up mainstream um, and it's all over the place, you can't escape the news. The following day, Robinhood goes, oh, boy, we're a little short on our margins and what we owe, you know, the money they they are borrowing because they lend it out to other people. So they halted trading on about 13 tickers and just said, no, no more on this. So let's go. Let's let's, let's make that simple. What Robinhood is is looking at is, holy shit, they didn't pay us in full mm-hmm. for the stock. They paid a premium. These fucking millennials don't got the money either. Holy shit, we're in trouble. We didn't know we're going to do this. Number two, Robin Hood is like, I know I look cool, but my daddy's rich. Is that my daddy's actually flowing me? I know I got a bong, right? But I got a fucking beamer in the back, and my daddy did it. That's what happened. So it's been pres- so now. Watch this. Hey, millennials, you had to figure this one out. The hedge fund guys are smart. They know it's gonna go out of business. It's not worth the money. You went and paid double the price for it. Now all the millennials are like, we gotta get the fuck out. Yeah. I gotta get the fuck out of that stock. But Robin Hood shut it down. You can't move your stock. That's what's going on. 
And today it opened back up and the price shot back up because now they've really emboldened these people. About 50% of Robinhood account holders had some GameStop shares. So they knew. They know what's going on. And then they'll sit and cry about, the, the hedge funds will cry about market manipulation by the crowd and the crowdsourcing, yet they practice market manipulation. Nothing controls the markets more the same thing. than a hedge funds. Hedge funds control the market. Make no bones about it. Yep. Remember that member uh, Occupy Wall Street and all that. Nobody went to prison. You know, that's that's a good point, Charlie, because this is kind of Occupy Wall Street 2.0. And what's going to change out of this? Somebody tell me. Zero. Nothing's going to change. That's what we were discussing. I go, okay, we'll talk about it. I I study finance. It'd be fun. Nothing. It's just the story du jour. Nothing changes. More regulation. More regulation. Uh, Yeah. You think that's coming? Mark is against it. Well, yeah, there's talking about taxes on trades, which I, you know, you got to have margins. You got to have, you got to have things. Moving I'm for around. taxes on it's, trades in, 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 in terms of discussing it. I'm not a tax and spend dude, but we cut corporate taxes in half. The government is deficit spending for the last two decades. Mm-hmm. Our roads are shit. We got to come up with a revenue source for the public body, for schools and roads and internet. We got to. Yeah. So where's all the money? That's just a fucking casino. Think about what we're talking about. It's a stock. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's just a stock. What's it going to pay you? Remember dividends? Sure, yeah. You make a profit <laughs> well, and every little the thing. GameStop is worth you it. Owed, you get a little bit of money. It's not even about that now. Yeah. No, it's all, it's, it's GameStop this week has been the new Bitcoin. Yeah. There's nothing to back it. It's all gambling. It's all speculation. And what is Bitcoin? <laughs> In the end, Bitcoin is back. Its its valuation is in fucking dollars. <laughs> Always. It's like it's like the black tulip scandal of fucking the Netherlands. Yeah, you're right. Wow, that's quite a reference. Crazy. So, what's the local angle? Remember Rocket? Yeah, yeah. Rock they're, they're big IPO. Yes. I looked them up. See how they're doing in this thing. I'm a local guy. According to one analyst, a third. Of their stock that they issued is now sitting in a short, short position. position. Great. People are shorting that company. I don't know why, but I will tell you the news from Cranes. Yes. They did it. Uh, Berkshire Hathaway did a study. And Cranes wrote about the study. Here's, here's what it says. With nearly a year's worth of supply for sale, downtown Detroit's condo market is oversaturated. Okay. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Look, here's here's the bullet point. Now here's the point. Here's why you come to no bullshit news hour. According to Berkshire Hathaway, that is Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. That's, yeah. that's the Very big boy. Respected organization. Since February 2019. Can you repeat that for me, Karen? February. Since two, February 2019. So that was how many years ago? Oh, feels uh, like an eternity. Almost two. It'll okay, be two let's call this round off. Two years month. ago. This is the end of January. How old is COVID? About one year old. Uh, almost just almost shy of one year. So this was, was a year before COVID mm-hmm. when the market was going bazonkers, Bananas. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything was yep. great. Come back, come back, come back. 98% occupancy downtown. You, yeah. couldn't, you couldn't get <laughs> right. anything, apparently. That's right. Yeah, I forgot about the 98%. <laughs> because I'm down there working at the Coney. I never see any lights on in these buildings, man. Right. Okay. Since February 2019, Detroit's condo market has had seven months or more worth of supply. Seven months means bearish territory. It's like, it's not a good investment. You look around the metro region, there's no occupancy rate like that. Meaning these fucking deals downtown 
aren't working out. They're not paying property tax. Brush parks in pieces. You 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 see it now. Will the Hudson building remain a hole in the ground? Well, it's at ground level now. Oh, okay, I'm but sorry. How do you complete a building without any architectural plans? Where are they? Yeah. Well, and why would you do it if you have no tenants? Charlie, we've been saying this for the longest. We've been saying that Detroit is overbuilt and underoccupied. We were saying this long before um, COVID hit, before the market crashed last year, before any of that. And now, because of COVID, things are changing. People aren't. I saw a story uh, about a company in New York. They were about to get a second location. They have completely dissolved their leases. They have no brick and mortar space. And they're taking that money and investing it in their employees, making sure they have Internet access. People are going to work from home. The the work model has changed now. Yep. So, uh, yep. It's not happening. 100 percent. And our population is still declining. That's yeah. something else that we haven't talked about. Numbers are still going down. We are building population here in the city. And again, we've been misled. Forget COVID. Everybody wants to take the, the COVID mulligan. This is 2019 when, remember, December of last year, I wrote for the fancy British magazine, Whoa. the Detroit comeback's a myth. Look at the financial underpinnings. So when this business magazine was promoting the shit out of it, when this business magazine, during the summertime when, when Rocket went public, well, Dan's going to, you know, pocket that money, and then he's going to see Detroit, and he's going to keep going, man, because it's hot, 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 and you might want to get in on it. Well, now, it never was hot. Yeah. And you took this kid, I'm like, kid make 10 bucks an hour. He pays taxes. <laughs> he pays sales tax. That's going to the skyscraper. Okay, told you. What skyscraper? Right. All right. Um, next. I think this Flint. Listen, folks. Flint. Breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, I got it somewhere around here. Yeah. New filings. Madam Nessa, while you're not busy looking into the nursing homes. That's <laughs> <laughs> so so sad. You, you're getting your ass mopped up oh by Rick Snyder, who's worth well over $100 million with really good lawyers. I think this case is probably going to fall apart. Number one, Red, Red knows this. One, they filed a motion to quash all the charges, get, throw it out of court. Why? Because Rick Snyder's charged with uh, neglect, right? What's, what's of that? office. Yeah. Willful neglect. They charged him in Flint, but none of what he is accused of doing did he do in Flint. He did it in Lansing. So you would naturally, if you've been around the block, you'll file it in Ingham County. It seems like a pretty stupid mistake. Here's the or real, intentional. Here's the real one. Folks, oh, I just look. I didn't think of that, Karen. Here's the real one. You might be bored, but Flint isn't. I love you, Flint, and Maurice and everybody. Remember when Shooty's people were doing it? Todd Flood, Andy yes. Reid, and all the gang. And they said, it's going too slow. It's going too slow. You're wasting the taxpayers' money. You know, you want to know why it's going slow? Remember the subpoena? Nestle found the phones? Yeah. Oh, Subpoenaed yeah. the phones they already had? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Here's what happens in these kind of federal cases now being handled by an AG who is not working with the feds. Remember, they handle chop shop. Rico cases. Mm -hmm. They don't do financial stuff. What you do, 
if the governor's phone, he was talking with his attorneys. If anything's privileged, right? Attorney-client privilege, yeah. You're supposed to have what's called the taint team or a, uh, I know you'll all laugh at that, the taint, <laughs> or call it a filter team. And what that is it's is a referee. This. What that is is this. Reviewing, identifying, and segregating privileged information. Okay? That falls to the defendant and his attorney. They're going to decide. So when everybody was like, look at that, look at that, Shooty's letting Snyder just give what he wants. No, 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 no. They give you what they think is relevant. Yeah. Then there's the tank team that's got all of it. So if the prosecutor goes, well, I think there's something in here, Jermaine, the tank team pulls out, gives it to the judge, the judge decides. They didn't use a tank team. Nestle or... Uh, so the prosecutor saw everything? Yeah. Well, that's... Uh, it's a problem. grounds for it to be thrown out. It's a problem. So everything's frozen now while they decide. You see... Look, let me see here. I got... I got well, that, that's just a huge mistake. Here she wrote this. This is um, Solicitor General Fadwa Hamoud to Snyder's lawyers. To your question, no, we did not use a taint team. Wow. Mm. That's a huge, huge, huge fuck up. Any explanation why they didn't? I Look, you come on the program. You're, you're invited. The reason you won't is, again, I've covered a few cases. In my life. Yeah. How would I, I would know about that. I, I knew, I knew that shooties people were doing this. Wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but remember, Andy Arena on this program mm. says he's dismissed and he never sits down with him to brief him on where the investigation is. This thing is a colossal shit pie. I am so sorry for the people of Flint. You got a terrible settlement and ain't going to be no justice. Yep. And now the bond attorney who put the whole thing together is running the budget office for Whitmer. Yeah. Again. Wow. Okay. Say that again, Charlie. Charlie, say that again. Which what? Which part? About, about our new budget director. Our new budget director is Dave Masseron. He was the bond attorney. Who? In Flint, who worked for Mike Duggan as the CFO, but he's not even a certified public accountant. <laughs> right? Now we're in trouble. Thank you. <laughs> Detroit's financially in trouble. The receipts are down. Remember, oversight mm -hmm. kicks back in. I'm not even sure they were able to issue those bonds for demolition yet because there's a question about its debt capacity. It's cap. It's cap. I don't know where we're at with it. Because remember, one of the guys that put that together is now the budget director after fucking Flint up. That's it's a lot of bullshit yeah. going on down here. I'm sorry, Eric Mays. Bullshit. Oh, one more thing. Remember we played the uh, the interview with the public works director of Flint, the guy in charge. Yeah. Ultimately of the um, yeah uh, the treatment plant that didn't work. The deposition. He's filed a motion to throw it out. You know why? Because the one man grand jury, the judge, mm -hmm. right in Genesee County, the guy decided if these charges are good, lives in Flint. So it would be prejudiced by the fact that his water was fucked. Why wouldn't you get a, a one-man awesome. grand jury and he doesn't live in Flint? Wow. What are you doing? Wow. <laughs> playing. Just playing, Charlie. Okay, this is all just manipulation stuff. Shell game BS. Easy That's news, easy news. Easy news, easy news. Okay, now, finally, before we get to Jordan, get, get out of here. This is all the news you need, folks. It's all you need. It's everything in a week.
Separate raising it. Separate your knee. Yeah. You don't need any more. Um, <laughs> a listener, thank you, bro, for sending it. You remember Dingbat, Melissa, what's her name? Corone? Uh, Corone, yes. The, the Giuliani chant. You know, did you see it? Yeah. I could go to prison. I could go to prison, my affidavit. It was all a fraud. I was at Cobo Hall. Well, I was at Cobo Hall actually doing the work. So <laughs> she's done the rounds. She's done the thing. But apparently she's on a podcast a couple weeks ago. And I, it's nice. I, they were talking about me. It was nice. So that, thanks to the listener who sent it in. Listen to this here. This is great. This is, this is the, the name of the podcast? I was just going to plug it. Yeah, Journey to Truth podcast. Journey to Truth. All right, boys. So they are right, boys, a- listen. I got nothing against you. Oh, they're handsome, those guys. I got nothing against you. Look, guys, here's the thing. I want the Journey to Truth, too. Right? So let me correct what's going on here. Let's roll the tape. He wrote an affidavit, too. And never. Huh? Doesn't she say my name? She did, yeah. yeah let's hear it. Oh. I, want to, I want to hear my name come off, come off that hot I don't know thing. if I can uh, do that now that I've already trimmed it. Okay, what'd you trim? <laughs> I thought you were going to, I mean, you set it up. You know they're talking about you, right? Yeah, I want to hear her say my name. Right. Char- Charlie LaDuff. <sighs> say it again. Wait, I'm bad lieutenant. Say it again. Say it again. Uh, Char- her voice is annoying. It is, right? That is like. That is some Midwest white girl stuff, like apples, apples, Jesus. apples. That's. Do you know where the name honky comes from? Because of the huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Apples, honk, honk, honk. That's where it comes from. That's where honky comes from. Well, I believe she said before this, uh, Charlie Duff. You know Charlie Duff? They're like, oh yeah, we know Charlie Duff. Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Charlie Duff. He wrote an affidavit too. Wait, wait, okay, and, wait, uh, what? <laughs> Wait, what? What she play that again? What? Charlie and I wrote an affidavit. I wrote an affidavit. He wrote an affidavit too. I wrote an affidavit too. Damn, Mark, you nailed it. (laughs) Well, I've heard, I've heard, unfortunately, too much of her. Wait a minute. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. wait. I didn't write an affidavit. That's funny. I was talking to you earlier today. I'm like, fake news. I started laughing. You, I knew you didn't write an affidavit. Is is this just? She doesn't know what an affidavit is. I I had to look it up. Be sure I knew what an affidavit was. So, boys, people out there, number one, I didn't write no affidavit. Go ahead. Uh, okay. <laughs> he wrote an affidavit, too. No, I didn't! And uh, <laughs> never, never, never had to get up in front of court, never testified. <laughs> um, That's because I didn't write an I affidavit! I said something to him online because... I don't know if he said something to me first. I really can't remember. But um, I read his... No, you were trolling me, babe. I read the, the the back and forth. You were trolling me, called me a fake and a fraud, and I just said, you're a nut. And that, I've invited you on the program, but now you're old news. Hmm. So last you're going to be on here. Go ahead. 120% David, <laughs> and it was totally off. Completely off. Time a out. bunch of lying. Wait, <laughs> bunch of lying, to- 120% totally off. I didn't write an affidavit. This is the same chick that went, have you seen the qualifying voters list? Have you seen it? 100% fraud. I'm like, Do you even know the answer to that? <laughs> I do. I do. Yeah, well, did you put in an affidavit? One, everybody that our, voted our, in Detroit our, our was a fraud. are saying that she's, it's, it's an after David, not an affidavit. She's calling it an after David. After David, yeah. <laughs> After shaved, are you sure about that? 120 percent, 120 percent. Okay, go ahead. Here we go. 
What did you guys do? Take it and uh, do something crazy to it? I remember. But um, I read his affidavit and it was David. totally off. Completely off. A bunch of lies. And it said that he said he was standing by the garage door of the TCF Center yeah. when the van... Okay, when the... He said he was standing... When the van didn't come. At the garage door. That you said came. At 4 a.m. Yes. And it never opened and there was never a van that came in. Time! Okay, let me get this one more straight, babe. Here, here's, here's the deal. Yes, I was standing by the door for a couple reasons. If they did bring some stuff in in the middle of the night, that's where they'd bring it. That's why I was doing it. For partial reason. Two, there wasn't nothing going on. There were no 100,000 ballots come in. <laughs> Just wandering around fucking around with people. I recall you saying that you went by the door to smoke. <laughs> Finally. You're not allowed to leave that room. I'm a pretty heavy smoker. That's not easy to do. So every time that door did go, I go like this. You can't see from the podcast, but on Facebook, I just go like this. Right? Get in the back. The door opens like that. Here's a wall, and then there's some room here, and then there's a some kind of machine over here. So you just go back over there. Right? And every time that bitch would open, I'd be gone. Right? Because it didn't open that much. So the reason I'm standing there is, one... That's where they'd come in, and I'm smart enough. And if it came in, believe me, I'm writing it. Oh, I'm going to write that all day long. Yeah, well, it's know. a good story. Pulitzer yeah. freaking prize over here. I, I owe nobody. I'm here looking out for you. Two, cigarette. Mm. Three, I was bored. <laughs> there was no work. Yeah. There were no hundred. It's, it's bullshit. Go well, ahead. But you, you said this before, Charlie. I, know. I mean, not to, you know, counter what she's I don't know whether she's, a, I don't know what she's saying or doing, but you said this at first in terms of reporting what happened when you were there. So, yeah. I mean, you said this already. I did the community, but watch this. Here's the next part. I, this, I cannot stomach. This is white privilege in a nutshell. Just remember, she's on a journey to truth. 4 a.m. and it never opened and there was never a van that came in. And wow. I said, well, why were you standing at the garage door? What were you waiting for? Yeah. Like, what, do, what do you mean? Yeah, exactly. Nobody knew oh, it was going to open. Because I'm the man. Yeah. Right. Nobody knew it was going to open. You know? Because I'm the goddamn man. That's he, he why. He never responded. But then he also said that the TCF Center, one thing he was upset about is that they didn't have coffee. Okay. And I said, what are you talking about? I said, the only thing they had was coffee. I said, the only thing they had was coffee. I was drinking it all night. Like, oh, so white girls I got coffee. <laughs> Those of us down on the floor didn't get no coffee. In fact, I had to bring the Dunkin' and Donut carrier. Charlie, that's killing brain cells. I just, that is a dumbass conversation. Yeah. Excuse my language. I just want it is. It's it a long journey. The there is a news connection to the here, truth, which is this. Jesus folks, Christ. Folks, listen, if this is your flag, bearer if this is the person you're following like something's wrong with this election you got problems i'm your brother i'm honest i work for you this is nonsense i told you what i saw what happened there right i'm your brother no bullshit no fakery when i went and did the work she can't keep the story straight. Well, she's going to try and do some work because isn't she? Didn't she announce she's going to run for state rep? Good luck. Exactly. I'm sure what the people of Gross Point are looking for in their leader. If I'm wrong, I can go to prison. Now, 
the point of the news is this. Look, I'm there for everybody. I don't take sides. I want the people's business done. So what is it called? The statewide risk limiting audit has been completed and they are putting their findings together. It's a fake. In the end, it is this. They take out a random ballot from all around the state. They hand count and go one for Biden. Then they run it through the machine and says, yeah, one for Biden. That's all it is. Yeah. That's not an audit. That doesn't tell you who voted, if they live in the state, if they're dead, what time the ballot came in. It doesn't do any of that. That's what we're looking for, isn't it? That's, yeah. That would put every, and I'm for that. Do your job, right, Karen? Because, because Benson didn't do her job, you got all these questions. And nitwits like this person who thinks I wrote an affidavit is your leader. No, listen. Madam Benson, do your job. Clean up the roles. And if you can't, quit. Recently. You already know what's going on in the AG's office. Man. And the governor's office. Anybody? Oh, and screw you, Snyder. And yeah, Trump, you did, you did badger that crowd. See what I'm saying? Wall Street is a bunch of clowns. Yeah. Right? Yep. UAW, right up your ass, dude. There's 30 million, you cheats. You cheated your own workers. Right? Right. We'll get to the You mayor. see all the money Chrysler paid, though, for that, you know, in, in terms of, I guess, staying out of the, the, whatever the issue was with the UAW. So they either knew, had some role of responsibility, but they bankrolled, what, 30 million as a result? Uh, you see the problem with the culture? See the problem with the culture? It's just rotten. Government's ineffective. Everybody's angry at the government. Everybody. But don't go crazy. Don't burn shit. Mm -hmm. Get active. That's why. Come here, my young friend. This is the deal, bro. Got the car. Jordan. <laughs> How proud he is. He should be. I hear it, man. Legal. Fully legal. Plates. Plates good. Insurance for a year. Insurance for a year. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Chris. Right on. Thank you, thank everybody, man. Thank you, Karen. Thank you all the No Bullshit News Hour uh, subscribers, assisters, contributors. Thank you. Uh, it's only the beginning. You guys are here for me soon as well. Thank you. And you know what? No, jo Jordan, hold on. Yeah. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you for showing us what it takes to truly help people and that you are worthy of an investment. So often people want to overlook young people because of whatever reason they want to hold on to. So thank you for showing us otherwise. We love you. We are behind you 200% and you got to come and pick me up. We got to go to McDonald's at least real soon. Got you, Mama Kay. <laughs> <laughs> the world's your oyster, dude. Someday you're going to get to Gary, Indiana. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but here's the thing. So when we were we we went to the uh, DMV together, real, the real cool people. That was fun. And we went to Chris's house, pick up the car. And I said to Jordan, "You know how much this insurance is? Used car. Yeah. What year is it? Two thousand six. Nineteen ninety Yeah, it's a twenty year old car." The insurance is $4,000 a year. Tell them about the first quote, though. It was the, oh, the first quote, we went to another $11,000. My God. Uh, what? Yes. Yes. Remember, 18 years old, yeah. lives in Detroit. See what I'm saying? That lives with a, another young person. It's gouging. So I say to Chris, you got a nice house in the burbs. I say, hey, Chris, 
How much you pay to yes. insure the whole house? What do you say? Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred for a whole damn beautiful house. Wow. Four what? grand for the car. And I wonder why people don't have insurance. Right. So it's expensive. So you do what you want in your life, man. We're friends. We're just friends. We got this done. It's great. You're moving. Do what you want. But remember, somewhere in there, you're next. You're the guy living it. Some of it has to do with self-responsibility. Some of it has to do with lawlessness. Some of it has to do with racism. Some of it has to do with corruption. It's much bigger than you probably even know right now. But I would love to see you at some point be next guy up. Try to fix the shit. Try to order it. Be the man, man. Be the leader. Do what, But do whatever you want in your life. Because if not you, who gonna do? That's true. Fuck, we need help, man. We need you guys. We need your generation. We'll let you guys down. You're gonna make me cry, man. I got thug tears over here. Don't don't ruin my <laughs> reputation. <laughs> you gotta care. All right, like, okay, so I'll be seeing you later, but why don't we just go outside? Why don't you take that long, beautiful drive? Everybody been wondering. I get in the mail. How's he doing? Is he driving you? Yes. Yeah. Oh, by the way, he's taking the driving test, and I'm like, okay, look, man. Here's what you do. Just check that blind spot, like, like. Check it like a thousand times. They love it when you check the blind spot. So he comes back. And uh, at first I didn't think he got it, but he did, totally got it. And I said to the instructor, did he check the blind spot? Yes, and she says, right. too much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's, let's watch you sail off. And with that, I'm going to take Jordan out. You can watch. And uh, I want to introduce the uh, no bullshit news players, the NBN players. First, first mixtape dropping soon, right? The most likely last appearance. <laughs> and so you say, let me just introduce it. Uh, Red Can Sing <laughs> and uh, Riff and Ray just picked up the guitar two weeks ago. So enjoy it. Remember, try to love one another. Eddie Keating, I'll talk to you next week. I love you, man. What up, though? I want to welcome everybody. No Bullshit News Hours. These are, let me introduce ourselves. We are the No Bullshit <laughs> Players. We got my man Riff and Ray. I'm rocking red. <laughs> and we here to give y'all the outro today. Look at my man Jordan getting in his nice car. Yeah. Man, I swear for God, I wish somebody had bought me a 1999. I'm driving this 73 <laughs> Gremlin. But that's okay. We'll get to that later on. We rock hard, we rock strong, whether it's right or whether it's wrong. We can take a song and make it bad or even worse. But, hey, that's okay. We're going to give you each and every verse. All right, and we in here. We plugged in here. Yeah, you are. Riff and Ray. We ready? Yeah, hit it. Making your way through the world a day Takes everything you got Taking a break from all your worries Sure would help a lot Wouldn't you like to get away? <laughs> all those nice new lights The check is in the mail Dang, <laughs> little angel and a cat by the tail and your third fiance didn't show 
Sometimes you just want to go where everybody knows your name. Oh, no. Where they're always glad you came. You want to be where you can see. We are all the same. You want to be where everybody knows your name. Woke up this morning, Mr. Coffee's dead. The morning is looking bright. Sure you want to do another verse? <laughs> We're going to keep rolling through this no matter if the song don't sound right. You've interrupted me, but I'm going to keep it going on. This is what we do when we own no bullshit news. It can't be wrong. You want to go where somebody knows your name. Ain't they always glad you came? You want to go where people know that people are all the same. 120%? 120%, that's right. Well, bravo, bravo. Not, not bad for a first gig. Uh, listen, listen here, we'll be yeah. playing on the corner at Mac and Bewick in front of the <laughs> liquor store. We'll also be playing on Connors and St. Jean in front of the medical center. And I think I got us a gig booked next week at the dispensary on Schoolcraft and Seven Mile. Well, you got to start somewhere, right? Hey, hey, we started from the bottom and we still here. That's so that, therefore, we're not losing right now. Hey, this has been the NBN Players. I am rocking Red. This is my man, Riff and Ray. Hey, we hope y'all enjoy. Remember, love each other, respect each other, and I guarantee you the world can get a little bit better. And always do your friends right. I know what I'm talking about.
Bye-bye. 